attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Uh, we took a little pause last week. I think life got a little crazy for all of us, so we took a hot little pause for a minute. But we are back. Uh, another week, another fun, and we got a special little episode. But Dana, how are you doing this week? I mean, I'm doing great. I will say I've also had a crazy week. My boss has been in town. She is on the East Coast. So we have been in a whirlwind of meetings for work. And I mean, I haven't really come up for air until about this moment. But that doesn't compare to all the crazy shenanigans that are going on in your life, Adam. Uh, yeah, just a few. You might, uh, in apologies in advance if I sound a little weird, we finally moved apartments. I think we've mentioned this a couple times, but we have finally moved. Uh, we're moving on up, but it's to the west side, not the east side. So I guess the Jefferson's theme song doesn't really come into play here. But uh, moved on up, <laughs> further up to the west side. We are now literally like if you know New York City, we are just sandwiched in between Columbia University and Riverside Park. Further uptown, it's beautiful. We're on the corner. Riverside Park is on the corner. This big, beautiful old pre-war building. It's got character. It feels like a home. We're never leaving. I'm never moving again after <laughs> what we've done this week. Because I literally moved Monday and Kurt is a saint and like has earned all the points in the world ever. But we moved Monday and then I flew out of town for work Monday night, like mid move while the movers wow. are still bringing stuff into our apartment. So anyway, he's a saint. He's put up with it. But if I sound a little weird, it's because I don't have all my pieces to my usual setup. There's still boxes that have to be unpacked and we could not find all the pieces to the microphone. So apologies if I'm a little canny. Is that a word when your voice sounds canny? I don't know. I don't know. Can't. Sorry. Sorry, Ryan. Not as fancy like us fancy microphone <laughs> people over here. But that's OK, because you know what? We have a super special guest this episode. We're going to do a really fun interview. Adam, do you want to introduce our special guest? Yeah. So welcome to the podcast, my good friend Heather and also colleague. Heather and I work together in our real day jobs, like the jobs that actually pay us money. Uh, we work together doing the PR thing and uh, we quickly found out that we both have this little love of Disney and Heather used to be a former cast member. So hi, Heather. Hello. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. I feel like Adam and I have been talking about this for months and months and months. So I'm excited to finally join you guys and tell you all about my experience. Yeah. So Heather was part of the Disney College program, which we've talked a lot about. And Dana was a part of that. And like Dana's whole life basically revolves around the Disney College program. I think like all of her friends <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Right, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> Not intentionally, though. My best friend was my roommate at the college program. And then I have a ton of oh, friends. And because we make a Disney podcast, they're all the ones that we keep booking <laughs> to come on and tell us their stories. But no, you do make some really cool friends through the program. And like I said, I mean, Evan, who you all have heard on the podcast before, she was in the entertainment department with me. We were the only two roommates together. We became best friends. She was my maid of honor in my wedding. And yeah, so you can meet a lot of really great people through the college program. So yeah, Heather, tell us about it. When did you work for the mouse? Uh, how did that all come to be? 
Yeah. So I actually did the program after I graduated from college. So I started in August 2015 and I graduated back in May and I was there through January. I actually applied for it because I had a friend who was a year older than me who did it. And she also loved Disney. We kind of bonded over our love of Disney in college and she ended up staying after the college program and she got hired on full time. So when I was thinking about applying for jobs, when I was heading towards graduation, she was like, you got to do it. It's so much fun. So me and a couple of friends, Actually, we all applied, um, and I'm the only one who ended up doing it. But she was the one that kind of like encouraged all of us to apply, and she was there the whole time during my program, which was so fun to have, you know, that automatic group of friends as well that weren't just part of my That's awesome. My group. So when you first heard about it, were you did you already have an idea in mind of what type of job you were hoping to get? No, I kind of went in totally blind. I uh, I'm a people person. Like I love to talk to people, so I knew I wanted to do something like that. And I put attractions first because I I grew up going to the Disney parks like every year with my family, and you know that's that was my favorite part of it. But I put retail. I think I put restaurant down too. But I was really hoping to get the attraction role, and that's what I ended up doing. So um, I think I got really lucky in that regard too because I don't know if everyone gets matched up with their first I don't choice. Think they do. <laughs> yeah, you got super lucky. Yeah. So talk about that, like. So, okay, so you grew up going to the Disney parks. Let's go back in time into the life of Heather. Was there like a favorite Disney parks memory that stuck out to you and was like the reason you were like, yes, this is what I'm going to do after college. Forget finding the full-time grown-up job. (laughs) I'm going to go be in Disney. Yeah. I feel like it was like our annual trip and like it's just like we what we all look forward to. Like my sister and I, like probably my favorite memories are when my sister and I got older, we would go like stay at the parks until like two o'clock in the morning and run around when it was empty. And we spent like Thanksgivings there. We spent New Year's Eve there. That was a crazy, crazy. <laughs> I've never seen it so crowded as it was on New Year's Eve. But I think it was just all those like family memories and my grandparents would always meet us. So it was just like the trip we look forward to every single year. And I <laughs> am a big planner, as Adam knows. And I would plan, when I turned like 12 years old, I would plan the trips for my whole family. I'd be like, okay, these are the parks we're going to. And these are the fast this is passes. why. This is why um, we're friends. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I feel like it was just something like I always loved. And then like to hear about this chance to like go down there and live there. And also part of the program I enjoyed was like doing the classes and learning about like the marketing and the PR behind it too. And I it was so, that just like is what intrigued me is the chance to move away. And I went to college, not too far from, I grew up in Chicago and I went to the University of Illinois. And so I never really had a chance to like go far away from my parents and be independent. So I kind of looked at it as like, okay, this is my chance. It's six months. If I hate it, I can come back. <laughs> so I, that part intrigued me too. Cause you know, it gave me my independence. Aww, that's so a little bit. sweet. Do you remember going to the parks till two in the morning, Dana, back in the day? That's, oh, yeah. That's a distant You know, memory. so, Heather, tell me if this is what you also, yeah, as a parent, <laughs> that is never going to happen again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember doing this? Because this is some of my favorite memories of being a college program kid and then also having this, like, unlimited pass to go to the parks at all times. You would, like, get off from your shift. You're already bone tired. You've been standing on your feet all day. And then you're like, nope, I'm going to Magic Kingdom because, like, 10 of my friends are all going. And then, lo and behold, you're there until, like, 2 in the morning. You go back to your apartment, sleep for a whopping like three hours, and then you do it all over again. Oh, yeah. I feel like every moment that I wasn't spent working, I would be like in the parks. Like I would go and be like, I want to ride Rock and Roller Coaster today. And I'd just like pull up, get out of my car, and then do the ride and then come back home. So, which is crazy because you could just be like, oh, what am I in the mood to do today? And you just had the freedom to do yes. that, which was what, so fun. What um, apartment complex did they put you out in? I lived in Vista Way. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Is this bad? 
which it no longer exists. Right. Yeah, no longer exists. Yeah. <laughs> I wish everybody at home could see the look on Dana's face right now. It's like pure disgust over the Vista Way. Like what? So tell what what was so bad about Vista Way? It was like the oldest of all of the apartment complexes, and the new ones had like awesome gyms and awesome pools and like common areas. And ours was older. And like even when they moved me in, I remember my mom being like, "Oh no!" Like it was covered with dirt and like. Um, and it was you lived in this tiny room with like two twin beds, so I feel like it was really important to like get along well with your roommate, which luckily I didn't. Sounds like yeah. you did too, Dana. But it definitely was like the oldest one, but it was right next to a Chick Fil A. I was gonna say this is Starbucks. what you get though. So- this is what you get. You got your first choice on the job you wanted. Yeah. So they were like, we gave her the first choice on the job. Now she's going to the Roach yep. Roach uh, apartment complex instead of the fancy one. Exactly. <laughs> but you're never really there. Like I was never there besides to sleep. So I feel yeah. like. So yeah. tell us about like really too much. how this all worked. Like you got down there. Did you just like fly to Orlando and then you were suddenly like make your way to Disney World and then, like, when did you find out what job you were going to have? And talk to us about, like, was that your first choice? Was that where you wanted to be? Like, tell us all about that. Yeah, so I actually drove from Chicago to uh, Florida because I wanted to have my car because I had heard a lot of stories about how taking the bus, you had to, like, rely on their schedule. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So um, my mom and I drove down, but we made, like, a really fun trip of it. We stopped in, like, Nashville and Atlanta. So the night before, we stayed in the Animal Kingdom Lodge, Love which was it. super fun. Just my the favorite, and then that's the best she, one. Yeah, it was so yeah. cool. Yeah, I'd never stayed there before, but I remember being so nervous that night. I couldn't sleep. We like checked it out the night before, like, oh, this is where you're gonna live. And the day we just pulled up, my car was full of stuff. I also like <laughs> I have a lot of things. I'm kind of a hoarder in that way. And my mom dropped me off. And I like went straight to the office and she just unpacked all my stuff, which was so nice. And they basically say like, oh, Heather, like, here's your form. Like, you're working in Dinoland. And I remember being like, oh, my God, is that the one with the terrible outfits? And then it was. And then they put you on this bus and you go, there's a building right across the street from downtown Disney. And you they take like your fingerprints and they do all the, this paperwork and you do all this orientation and you're gone for like hours. Like, I don't even know. It was probably five hours. And then you go back and they're like, okay, like, here's when your orientation starts. Like, here's your person. And then you start within a couple of days. So it all happened fast. I think you do traditions in that time frame. You have to get your costumes. But yeah, they kind of just like throw you into it. But I didn't really have like a big preference. I was always really curious, like, oh, do they let Disney College program people like run these roller coasters? Because it seems so dangerous. I just always thought like, oh, I didn't know how it worked. But turns out they do. So So, you buried the lead, though, because Um, this is how excited I got when I found out where you worked. That you were in Dinoland, which I <laughs> love Dinoland. I am still yeah. in mourning over the fact that Primeval World is gone. Rest in peace. Forever in our memories to Primeval R. World. R. I love that thing <laughs> because I also love Goofy Supply yeah. School at DCA, which is basically the same thing. You're a masochist. Who I likes those, those rides? rides. You, you just get beat <laughs> up. They're so painful. So do you know how many times I had to ride that roller coaster? Oh. So, so Dino Land, what was your reaction other than, oh my gosh, are these the horrible uniforms? <laughs> I was excited. I love yeah. Animal Kingdom. I feel like Animal Kingdom is such a fun park to be in and it's like so new. But what I soon found out was that 
Dinoland was closed. And so I actually was being transferred to another part of Animal Kingdom. So I worked in the Tree of Life in the It's Tough to Be a Bug 3D movie for the first two months of the program, or maybe three months. So that whole like switch made me a little bit nervous because I was like, oh, I'm going to have to work here for half and then switch to another area. But I ended up really liking it because I got to know so many people. Like I got to meet all the people at the tree and then all the people in Dinoland too. I think the other cool thing about working in Dinoland is I got to work in like three different rides. So I worked Primeval Whirl and Triceratops Spin are both connected. So you work on both of those together. It's all part of the same rotation. And then also that team works on the Boneyard, which is that like children's play area. That area is (laughs) legit. I took my daughter there last year and I was like, wow, I never even knew this existed because why would you if you don't have a small child? But that is like a huge exactly. <laughs> uh, playground. It's it's like multi-levels, lots oh, of yeah. – um, And you're right. There are cast members there that guide the kids down the um, slides and stuff. <laughs> yep. That was yeah. me. <laughs> but, yeah, those are all – all the people that work on like Primeval World and the Triceratops spin also work there. So you get all three, which I think is kind of cool. So I got the chance to work on like four different attractions while I worked there, which I feel like was kind Did of Did you also unique. do the carnival games there? Yeah. Or were, were those there then? Or is that somebody – that's another group? Oh. That's I am. separate. Yeah, that's another group. That's the um, like retail I am a people. master at beating children at those games to win the toys. But I bring my child with me now when You're I do like, it, so um, it looks like I'm winning them for him. But let's be honest. No. Yeah. Looks You're better. like Gene yeah. Smart's yeah. character in Hacks, who just, like, beats out all the little kids. I will not lose. Um, okay. So tell us a little bit about, like, what was the training process? And I guess it's a two-parter. Tell us, like, how the initial training process was with Tough to Be a Bug and then with all of those Dino Land rides. Yeah. So... For itself to be a bug, it was definitely more straightforward. The biggest thing was we had to do these spiels. So I don't know if you guys have done that movie recently, but you have to stand in the front with like a spotlight on you and a microphone and memorize this like two minute spiel. My parents have oh my a gosh, video of me doing video. it. So we need that video. We're going to need oh, that video. That, I don't even know if I want to like see it. Instagram <laughs> gold. If your parents have that video, job one, find oh, yeah. that video. Well, I sent you a picture of me in my costumes, and that's a big deal. I don't show anybody those, not even my new husband. So so that one was a little more straightforward. Like, it was like the stroller parking and, you know, all that kind of thing. And it didn't really get too crowded because it wasn't popular. So that was more straightforward. But I remember the training for Primeval World. So we actually trained on it while it was closed. It was like undergoing a refurbishment. So we got to practice evacing and like all that stuff while no one was on it, which was like super, super nice. But it was like, I think a week long training of like different lessons and then we'd practice and then, you know, you do watch videos and you, or you'd watch someone else do it. And it was really intense, especially on the, but I think both of them were a little bit intense because with the Triceratops spin, like people, if they bring an umbrella, if they bring a selfie stick, like a selfie stick is the worst thing you could ever bring to Disney World. You have to stop the ride. So it's all about like making sure like you're doing it right and like getting everybody off safely, which is like obviously very, yeah. well, I'm curious to know, like Dana knows I love a good evacuation. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, that's where I want to go. I want to talk about the evacuations. We just yeah. had my friend Carly on who also she did the college program. 
but I met her before. Um, oh, nice. And she did Expedition Everest. So she talked all about the evacuation. Oh. So I want to hear how the evacuation goes on Primeval World. And just so you all remember about this ride, it's essentially like the tracks are just exposed out into the elements. Like this ride is just a tiny condensed version of a roller coaster with these tight pin curl it. turns and like quick loops and stuff. I, I don't get it. But I'm curious, what was the evacuation process like on that thing? Yeah, so next time you go on the Goofy one in Disneyland, you'll notice there's, like, walkways next to every single track. So it's basically, like, when that happens, everyone has a zone depending on, like, what station you're at, and you have to go up with this. It basically looks like a car jumper, kind of, like, and you put it in the thing, and it opens the bar, and then you just take everybody off. It's not that exciting, but everyone that, when you're evacuating, them, is like, oh, like, taking videos. <laughs> and, like, I think the people on the ride think it's so cool, and all the workers are, like, so stressed. But they have like stops. My dream, we know this is my dream. My dream is to be evacuated off rides, and it's never happened. And all the times I've been, I've never been, except no, 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 I take that back. I got evacuated off of Space Mountain at Disney World once, where literally, like, or no, it was at Disneyland, where literally by evacuated, we went up and then it would like got to the seatbelt check before they send you off. And one of the seatbelts wasn't working, so they just wheeled the little ladder out. We didn't even get on to the right. We literally had gone to, like, the seatbelt check, and we got evacuated. I was like, no, why couldn't this have been, like, in the middle of the ride? But fine. Anyway, one day. I know. Yeah, because they turned on all the lights. Yeah. (laughs) I do remember one time we evac'd because I saw a giant bolt in the middle of the track. And I remember pointing, like, hey, is that normal? And the guy just looked at me and hit the stop <laughs> so that was crazy because like you can manually do it too it doesn't always have to be the yeah. ride that shuts it down so that was crazy it's like thank god i noticed this giant screw in the middle well, that could have been some final track, destination so. stuff right there that sounds intense yeah. what was it like to evacuate people would you have to climb all the way up sometimes and help people back down yeah, you have to like climb up the stairs and usually you'd have a buddy with you, like a, another worker. So it wasn't just on you. Like one person was in charge of like making sure the lap bar went up and everybody like took all their stuff and the other person would like guide them down. So you always had someone else, which was nice. And then our ride wasn't too intense, but I think there's like a way that they call like the fire department too, to like if there is an emergency and like someone can't get down. But luckily I was never involved with one of them. On Triceratops, <laughs> was anybody ever just okay. like stuck up high? Like they cranked their thing all the way up and they just got stuck up there? Because yeah. it's like, I guess. <laughs> I, you can manually, I can oh, manually okay. lower it though. There was like, there's like a button you can hit. But there were so many times when like someone would stand up. If you stand up on that thing, immediately you have to shut it down. And they don't tell you. Like you guys probably could have gotten like shut down on Dumbo or any of those and they don't even tell you it's just like okay the ride's over (laughs) wow because it's like you and your partner are standing across from each other and there's this blinking flashing light system so like if their light's flashing and you hit yours too it automatically brings them all down Wow! so it's like if you see an umbrella selfie stick someone stands up a balloon any of that stuff ride over down (laughs) I mean because it's basically the same ride like Disney has so many of these rides that are it's, they, all the it's same. Dumbo, it's Triceratops Spin, it is essentially that um, other one. The Magic Carpet. Yeah, Magic Carpets. Aladdin's Magic Carpet. It's the thing at DCA, the emotional whirl thing is essentially the same thing. Oh, like they yeah. love that ride. Yeah. Inside Out. 
It's probably cheap. It's really easy to operate yeah. too. Oh, like, it's like the rocket. I mean, besides right. it's the, like the um, like when you have to shut it down, but Astro it's super Orbiter easy. Too. Yeah, we're all the same. Yeah. Ride one, you ride them all. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Noah. Noah. Genius. Noah loves Genius. that. Last time we took him, he loved. <laughs> Loved when we went in April. He loved the Triceratops spin. He was giggling the whole time, and he did love well, I think the. That's Astro probably Order. it. Is that sure. they're so well liked by kids that they're an easy ride and they don't take up a lot of space. So, so they probably put it everywhere. I think you can bring babies on those rides too. Yeah. Like there's yeah, not yeah. a height requirement. Noah, Noah was going on it. If I remember correctly, the very so, yeah. first ride I ever took Noah on at Disneyland was Dumbo. Aww, so with sweet. Kim. It was so me, cute. Kim, and Noah. Fan favorite <laughs> that's Kim, right. Noah, I and I. Yeah. Um, so okay, I heard that you yelled at somebody for something, and that somebody is kind of famous. <laughs> yeah, so I like distinctly remember this. We were like loading all these people into the cars, and everyone was staring at this like group of four. And one of the rules on Primeval World is you can't wear a hat. Like, and there's one person whose job is to make sure everyone has their hat off before the, the ride starts. And I remember being like, hey, you got to take off your hat. And the guy was not listening to me. I was like, you got to take off your hat. And he like looks at me. He's like, okay, sorry. And whatever. And then someone comes up to me. They're like, that, did you know that was Chris Evans? She yelled and at I Captain America. Go, Who? <laughs> I had no idea. And they're like, he's the new Captain America. And it was right before the movie was coming out. And I was like, oh, no. And so then I saw him come back and I was like, oh, thanks. Like, I, I was nice then. I was like, oh, my God, I just yelled at Captain America. <laughs> That's incredible. And I had no clue. He was so nice, though. He was like with his family and he just was trying to have fun. And I yelled Aww. at him. <laughs> I yelled at Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. I also remember um, I saw Vanessa Williams. She didn't ride Primeval World, but she like was walking through Dino Land and just, she was really nice too. I feel like all the celebrities that I, go to Disney are Well, nice. yeah, because they're being escorted around by VIP tour guides who just whisk them wherever they want to go. And like no lines, Not no true. way. Not true. I mean, maybe. Here's my very quick um, Animal Kingdom related story. And this one is kind of embarrassing for me because – I played a character like twice, but I have very memorable stories for this character. I played the character Turk from Tarzan, which is the like gorilla character voiced by <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. It was yeah. like a quick pickup of a shift. I did not love that costume. It was a hot summer day. So they put kind of Turk over in like this corner by Pizza Fari, which is like a quick service pizza restaurant. Pizza but I'm on the Fari. opposite side of it in like the bushes. And this mom and two young kids who look like they're probably eight and 10 come walking up to take pictures. And the mom is wearing a baseball cap covering her face. And I'm, you know, inside a gorilla costume. <laughs> but I, I yeah. look over at these kids. And I'm just like, these kids look familiar. And I look over at the mom who's taking the picture. And I hear this accent, this slight Southern accent. And I was like, oh. <gasps> That's Reese Witherspoon. That is 100% Reese Witherspoon. And so she's like taking it. I'm holding her kids as Turk the gorilla (laughs) as I'm realizing this information. And I can't say anything, you know. And so then she's like, we'll take a picture together. And like she was there by herself. She did not have a plaid with her. And And this is also early in the morning, like the first hour that the park had been opened I heard later that day, like an hour or two later from our break room, that she had been spotted and they sent her a plaid to walk around. Oh, she, she didn't even have to pay for that. to do the park by herself. Also, hey, somewhere in the world, there's a photo of <laughs> you and Reese that. Witherspoon. <laughs> yes. 
I have a few celebrities I met in costume and a few of them where I was Alice, but I'm just like, yeah, they have a picture of me, but I don't get that picture of them. But I know. Yeah, Look what I found. And I haven't used this cup in forever. <gasps> oh, it's I the, have that cup too. It's an Alice. They cup. really need to bring this line of merch back. So guys, what we're, what I have are, there was like quite a few years ago, Disney did a whole line of like rocks, glasses and tall glasses with all the retro posters for the ride. Yeah. So I have a bunch, a bunch of them broke, but this is one that's still intact. It's Mr. Toad's on one side and Alice on the other, which I love these. They really need to do it. these again. These were great. Yeah, we Total have two as well. We've got that same one. And then actually mine's, I think Alice and Dumbo. No, it's Peter Pan and Dumbo. I have that one. And then um, Ryan's. Yep. And then Ryan's is Space Mountain and um, the Monterey. I have that one too. So it's the retro. Yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Or the so ride cool. posters. Like, oh, yeah. They need to do more of that retro stuff. Come on. Bob, because we know Bob's listening. The good Bob. The good Bob's listening. <laughs> There's your note. Um, okay. He's so, back. what's the craziest story you have from working at either Dino Land or at Tough to Be a Bug or Bugs Life or whatever it was called? Tough to Be a Bug, right? I, tough to be a bug. That song is like engraved <laughs> in my memory forever. So the number of times I have seen that. that show, show, hold on. Can we just talk about it for a second before you tell your story about how terrifying that theater and yeah. that show is? Oh, it's like, so scary. Not made for children. Scary. Get, do you think, you you think and, Stitch's Great Escape yeah. was terrifying? <laughs> this thing is like beyond terrifying and is still there. I did not like it. I did not like it. As a grown man, I did not like going into I that like, show. I like the show. We just it's did it terrible. again last May. Um, except it's for the, the bug, you know, hitting your rump. I don't love that part, but I like the song. We're pollinators. I think it's all cute. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Ter- nightmare. Oh, nightmare. I think it's that fun. whole show is nightmare. And sometimes the uh, that bag, what was his name? Not Flick. Oh, What's the Hopper. villain's name? <laughs> Hopper. And he'd be broken. That was really interesting. <laughs> he was always breaking. I feel like you guys have heard all my stories in Dino Land. In the Boneyard, there would be lots of crazy stuff. Like kids run around, they lose their parents. And then like, it, that was that was a crazy experience. Like always kids going missing. But like they, they wouldn't leave the Boneyard. So they would be in there. They'd just be like hiding in the sandpit yeah. or whatever. The craziest, I have two stories in It's Tough to Be a Bug. So it was like a theater. So the first was, this was when I first started out. After the show, like one person's job or two people's job is to go and clean everything. And they found all this like white powder, which was like clearly like baby powder oh, or something. Not where my man and went they closed to. Okay. the theater. <laughs> yeah. They closed the whole theater because they thought it was some like chemical that was like an explosive. And they had to bring like security in. And then they closed the ride for like 30 minutes. So there was like a 30 minute wait for <laughs> the ride that should never wait. all these people, <laughs> poor people were like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know if I can tell you. Like, and it was baby powder. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, that, okay, yeah. so that totally, I don't know. I don't know who thought that's the first, that's the first thing they thought of. Was it's anthrax <laughs> called the bomb squad. Mm-hmm. So Dana, I don't even know if I've told you this story. Maybe I have. We've done 69 episodes at this point. I might be repeating stories now, but like we were flying back from Phoenix once when Noah was really little and we had run out of formula and I bought like a fresh can of formula 
right before we went to the airport in Phoenix. And I was like, oh, well, we'll crack into this on the plane if Noah wakes up and he's hungry. And so we had gotten bumped up to first class on Delta. And right, we're sitting on this Noah doesn't Phoenix. know coach. He's only a first class baby. No, no <laughs> Noah doesn't fly in coach. Let's just, you know, he's already, he's he's basically a silver medallion at this point with Delta. Very proud. So <laughs> it's first life accomplishment, get medallion status with Delta. So we're sitting up there. And I was like, he he woke up from a nap and he was hungry. I was like, all right, I'm going to just open up this can of baby formula on a plane. <laughs> I go to open the tin can. Did not think about the fact that it was a tin can and we were in a pressurized metal tube oh, no. that had taken off. Oh, no. <laughs> White baby formula powder explodes over the first class cabin, the second I opened this up, like went on people. It was all over the carpet. <laughs> Were you just screaming? It's baby formula. It's only baby formula. <laughs> yeah. And the flight attendant was like, oh, my God. It looked like to the people in coach who probably got off the plane because it was just caked into the carpeting yeah, and into the seats. I was like, oh, I just delayed the next flight, whatever's coming out of here. But like. Whoever was coming from coach was probably like, "Wow, first class." Mm-hmm. Like, really- yeah, what, what happened to the party? Oh my god! <laughs> so that's my white powder story. Um, okay, so what else happened? I feel like the other thing that was crazy about working at the tree that people probably don't know is that when you're clearing out the park, they clear it out by land. So like Dino Land gets cleared and Asia gets cleared and Africa gets cleared. But when you're working at the tree, you have to wait for everyone else to get cleared. So I would literally get paid to stand there for like hours after Dino Land was cleared and stand on that bridge and be like, hey, you can't go over here, but like you can go to that gift. Like, you know, those two yeah. main gift shops mm. when you first walk mm. into Animal Kingdom. So I spent, I can't even tell you how many hours just standing there being like, no, like the park's closed, but you can't kick people out. So, you know, they'd go in the gift shops and they'd take pictures. And so that was like another wow. crazy How late would like, people experience. really stra- like straggle, straggle along in there? Is that a word? I don't know. So they kept the restaurants open, like Yak and Yeti and the Tusker House. And the the last reservation was 30 minutes before the park closed. So people would stay for like two, three hours after it closed. And they'd be like, there's no one here. And like taking photos. And we'd all just be like standing there, which I mean, it was fine. But I feel like that's also a crazy thing no one talks about is, and every park probably has that. I'm sure like Magic Kingdom has that because you can't like have people going around the park once it like that section's yeah, closed off. It's very true. That's crazy. I'm trying to think of other things. There was someone that also um, left a water bottle full of pee in the theater. <gasps> what? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what is wrong with people? I don't know. And so that was another one where we had to close it down for like, I think the rest of the day because they had to like sanitize everything in <laughs> yeah. the theater. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? Also, it's like a 10-minute show. <laughs> you can't just like hold it or get up and leave. Like that's pretty ridiculous. But also, are people packed in there like sardines too for the show? So like, who, wait, who were you sitting next to that you thought this was okay? I can just wee into a bottle in the middle of this show and we'll just leave it here for somebody to pick up. People are disgusting. America, stop. Do better. Do better. Do better, America. People also tried and I don't know if you had this experience, Anna, to get free stuff mm. so much. They'd be like complaining about the littlest things. And I was like, I, I do not have authority to give you like a free fast pass. I'm so sorry. But like, I feel like they tried everything. They'd be like, oh, this was dirty or, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, I feel like that was also eye-opening to me is how 
hard people tried to like take advantage of people who yeah, work for Disney. It's, it's crazy. But, I don't have those stories because I, I was a character, so they weren't really asking me to do that. Oh, but yeah. my husband worked at Dana one. Dana was the top of the food chain. I, wa- I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I assure you. But my husband had. I don't know. Heather, wait, wait, wait. No, hold on. Heather, you worked in attractions. Dana was a face character. Heather, is there a hierarchy? <laughs> Totally. Totally a hierarchy. <laughs> I remember I ran into Pocahontas once in the bathroom and I was like, oh my God, hi. And she like gave me the dirty look. I was like, oh, That's okay. There's a hierarchy even in the characters if it makes you guys yeah. feel any better. There is like, as if like yeah. fur characters are like the lower end and then the fur characters that are in furries, the furries that are in um, the parades. <laughs> And then it's the face characters, and then it's the princesses. So if you're like me, I wasn't a princess. Oh, yeah, the princesses. So I had to go, you know, do makeup and hair and stuff with all the other princesses because that's where it all was in cosmetology. And they wouldn't even give me the time of day, most of those princesses, because they were too important. And it's like you were. Just I was just Alice, Alice yeah. and Wendy yeah. and just get out of here. It was just like, okay, I, I also need to be here too, I guess. But – but no, but my <laughs> my husband, Ryan, who is also our unpaid intern, who you also know because you've been emailing back and forth with him um, yes. as he set this all up. <laughs> he had a lot of those stories because he worked at Saratoga Springs. And I, I know that a lot of guests would come up to him in merchandise oh. and be like, hey, this is a little bit broken. Can you know?" And they always had to refund money and, and all that stuff. But yeah, it's kind of what Disney's famous yeah. for is it's, trying to make crazy. their guests have the best time. And I think yeah. people certainly take advantage of it. So yeah. I've got a question because I don't think we have asked anybody, any former cast members this yet. What did you do during so what did you do during your breaks? Like what is break time like? Like how did you eat? Where did you eat? What did you eat? Yeah. Do they feed you there? That's a very good like, question. I'm very curious about this. Did you get like is there like a back kitchen to the quick service where the cast members can go and get some food? Or like, yeah, what how tell me about that stuff. Where do you, you know go what to there the bathroom? Is at Animal do you Kingdom? Have your own bathrooms? Like I just don't so, know. So this is a fun fact. The behind the scenes at backstage at Animal Kingdom, there's a subway, like a literal subway mm-hmm. restaurant. So that was really nice. And it's kind of behind where Avatar is now. So like when I worked there, they were building Avatar. So that was cool to see. But so I went to Subway every now and then, but I would usually just bring my lunch in the tree. We had this tiny, tiny, like think of like, it's like a closet was our room and like people would be sitting on the floor and like there was like a glasses room with the further with the 3D glasses. People would be sitting in there at Dinoland. The break room was like it's like pretty out in the open. Like I I could like point it out to you next time you go. <laughs> it's like right behind the boneyard where like that walkway is by the lake. You know what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? But when you're like going to Finding Nemo. So it's right over there. So I would just like sit on my phone. I wouldn't eat that much because I feel like I wasn't like ever hungry because you're like so flustered and like trying to work. But I think that's the only park where you go- we went to like the guest bathroom. So I would just go to the Finding Nemo bathrooms or the one behind Mickey and Minnie mm-hmm. trading post. And that's where I saw Pocahontas. I know because that's where they <laughs> hide her. They hide Pocahontas yeah. in the back corner at Animal Kingdom. I still like, mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very upset about that. 
Yeah. But I didn't get really get that many breaks. Like I would get, I think like two 15 minute breaks and one 30 minute break. So it's kind of like by the time you walk all the way back to the break room, I would be like Mm -hmm. five minutes (laughs) and then you have to like pull your slip and start the rotation again. And if you're late, then like everyone gets rotated late and people get like super mad because like if you're the last person, then you're waiting for like 20 minutes. So, and I'm a rule follower. So I felt bad. (laughs) Rules are a very big deal at Disney. But yeah, I mean, everything. Yeah. yeah, you can't be they light. give you points like it's candy. It's kind of cool you had a subway. They had it at um, I've, I don't did. That was one of the that. joys of working in the entertainment department is that you got to go to every park and go <laughs> to every break room, and all of the cafeterias had a subway just separate, and then they also had like cafeteria food that Disney provide or you know that you could pay for. Mm. And at the um, Magic Kingdom, it is in the tunnels, the underground tunnels portion and the, the cafeteria is called the mouseketeria there yeah okay Dude. so the next question i haven't really asked what was your like social life like with these folks and are you still friends with anybody you were in the college program with that is a very good question i actually got along really well with my roommate so there were six of us my roommate who i shared a room with was from new orleans and she was super nice her name's isabel but we would i feel like we'd either have like people over to our like apartment and we would do like parties there and like it wasn't like a crazy party like people would bring food and we'd have like a couple drinks but it wasn't anything like crazy because they were kind of strict or every now and then we'd go to like city walk or like downtown orlando or like senior frogs or something or like um house of blues but also i don't know if you had this experience staying up we always used to go to miller's ale house and it would be so funny because everyone would go there like after their shifts were over just like in their outfits and there would be like the haunted mansion table and like the splash mountain table and you could like tell which park and like which ride everybody worked at and then every once in a while like i had a friend that worked at splash mountain i'd be like hey and like everyone's like how do you know her like it'd be so funny it's kind of like mean girls like yeah. the clicks that they're at miller's I ale house it. i'm picturing that scene from friends when it's like Joey works at the uh, Museum of Natural History and it's like the paleontologists also over here and then the people who work, the staff, and it's like, we cannot mingle. Yeah, that's you guys. Yeah, all of us. Yeah, and we just had to take off our name tags and they're like, oh, like you could just do whatever you wanted once you did that. But I, we also like went, to, like you said at the beginning, we went to the parks all the time. Like we'd go to Epcot and drink around the world or we'd go to Magic Kingdom. It just kind of like depended on the night. We went to fireworks a lot because I feel like Animal Kingdom closed early, which was a perk of working there. So it closes at like six or seven. So we always got out at a decent hour, even though we had to start earlier. So we would go like watch the fireworks wherever they were playing or go to the boardwalk, just like around Disney stuff. But I was remembering like towards the end of my internship, I was working like 60 hour weeks, <laughs> which just so much to be on your feet. And like, I think I was looking back and it would be like 15 hour shifts. So I feel like I, but at the end of it, I was just like, I was so tired. Like I would just be like work, then go to the park. But it was so, I mean, it was, it was awesome. But I just, I was remembering that around that time gets crazy. And I actually, I lost like 20 pounds when I did the program and I kept thinking my scale was broken. And my mom saw me and she was like, wow. Like, and I was like, I'm just walking all the time. (laughs) Like you're walking everywhere and you're on your feet. So yeah, yeah, it was kind of crazy. I hear you. Well, cool. Were there any other fun stories that come to mind? I don't think so. It's been a fun trip down memory lane. I feel like it's been so long. But it was an awesome experience. How many times have you been back since working there? Oh, uh, a lot. Is it weird? (laughs) Did it kind of ruin the magic for you or no? 
No, not at all. It's like the opposite. I feel like I'm like an insider now. I'm like, oh, this is where this is. And like, and I like love to take and show people around. I took Peter, my um, husband. We went in 2021 when like you had to wear a mask inside and outside. And he had like, hadn't, yeah, he hadn't been to Disney World in like 20, not 20 years, probably 10 years. And I took him to three parks in one day. We walked like 40,000 steps with the mask on the whole time. And he was such a good sport. And then I did the um, half marathon for the first time this year. That was super cool. I want to do another one already. It was We did the princess. My whole family did it for my dad's 60th birthday. So we've had yeah. some fun Disney trips. And my parents are probably moving to Florida pretty soon. So I was, I'm was i getting very excited about Ooh, that to have an excuse lots, to go visit more lots often. Lots of Disney trips yes. in your future. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm going down for the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. In January. Oh, you yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, are you running no, it? No, I'm coaching it for team and training. But oh, nice. Yeah, it is actually, I found out it is the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's premier event, and they are the title charity for the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, and I will apparently be giving a, I just found this out, I'll be giving a speech at the big kickoff rally uh, that that's they're no doing. Way. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, just found out about that. That's awesome. So cool. That'll be fun. Very cool. Yeah. You know. Um, You'll kill it. We'll we'll say we'll say maybe it's a good chance to like advertise the podcast. Should I be like should I wear, should we get yeah, Jen T-shirts shirts. made? And I just yeah yeah <laughs> for sure. I'll get start, a hat. Like, I'll be like I'll do the speech, but yeah, that's a <laughs> Need some free marketing in exactly. here. Exactly. Never mind. This is for cancer, but sure. Give me some marketing. Um. Okay. So we love to wrap up all of our little guest segments with a rapid fire. So okay. we're going to ask you, Dana, do you have it pulled I ha- up? I have it pulled questions? up, yeah. So we'll ask you these questions. We okay. say rapid fire, but then we also want to know your reasonings behind. So it won't be as rapid. But give us give us your it, first, so yeah. the first one that comes to mind with all of these. We've got nine questions. Your rapid fire favorites, all okay. Disney. You've been, oh, yeah. Have you been to Disneyland? You've been to both parks, right? I've never been to Disneyland. Okay. No. Wow. Oh my gosh. I know. I need to go. Need to I tried to get this. Peter to stop on our honeymoon. <laughs> it didn't work out. I know. Okay. That's next on my list. All right. Well, then we're going to change some of these questions to be Disney World. Oh, okay. We're going to finagle a work trip to Southern California and then you and I can like Perfect. out of office for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Perfect. I'll never know. <laughs> as they're all listening to this podcast right now, because yeah. we maybe announced this in a meeting. You today did not. At work that Heather was going on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, We've gotten lots of questions okay. about it. Well, are you ready for your first question? Right. Number one. Oh, are you doing it or am I doing it? Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, I, 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 got, I'll okay. go first. Favorite Disney World ride? Uh, rock and Roller Coaster. And sure. why? Really? Favorite ride. I, I just so fun. I love it every single time. Yeah, like I could ride on it like five times in a row. Three, two, one. Yeah, and the music in your ears, and I feel like I don't know. Favorite ride for oh, sure, Heather. If you, um, I have a friend love that we cannot wait to take oh, you on Incredicoaster because I know, I know of it. It looks so Incredicoaster cool. is so good. I want to go on that one. I want to go on the Guardians of the Galaxy. That looks also super. Cool. I can't my wait favorite. to do that. Yeah. Or, oh, wait, yeah. no, the, you mean the Epcot We've avoided yeah. all. Yeah. Are, it, it looks so good. Yeah. But Dana loves, Dana loves the one at Disneyland. They have Mission Breakout, which they turned Tower of Terror into Guardians oh, of the saw Galaxy. That. It's so yeah. much fun. Yeah. I is it? Oh, my is it gosh. better than it's Tower better. of Terror? And, and this coming from yeah. somebody who loved Tower of Terror, it's better because it's more fun. It's that same, like, 
It's a party. Yeah, it's like they start the music. It's six rotating songs, so you never know what one you're going to get. Um, and it's like a oh, really fun. excited bop the whole time. So you're you're happy when you're doing it. Okay, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I was skeptical when I heard about that. <laughs> so much. Switch, we all were. But, and then we did it. And yeah. we're like, okay, this is fun. All right, go, Dana. Dang. Okay, your go. favorite Disney World snack? Oh, Mickey Pretzel, Ooh. for sure. Yeah. Right. With plastic cheese. <laughs> I feel like cheese, I'm surprising right? you guys with these answers. <laughs> um, of course, with cheese. The plastic so good. cheese. Theme nothing plastic nothing cheese. beats it. Nothing beats it. My um, One of my friends got married last year in Vero Beach, and they have like a Disney hotel there. And my mom and I were like, oh, we have to stop in. And they had Mickey pretzels. So we got like five Mickey pretzels, and we went back to the Airbnb <laughs> we were staying at. And everyone was like, where the heck did you get these? And we were like, oh, the Disney hotel. We had like just tried to go to the grocery store. <laughs> but That's for sure, amazing. for sure I my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite Disney World resort. Oh, the oh. for sure. And why? <laughs> That's where we just always stayed when I was growing up. And I feel like so many memories there. And the boardwalk is so, I feel like so nice. Now I love jelly rolls. I used to go there a lot when I was a cast member. So um, okay, it's just what so close is, to everything. What is jelly rolls like? Oh, it's I've so never been fun. in there. We've walked by it. It's the best. It's so it's a, fun. It's a dueling. Adam. I will babysit Noah and you can go. No, <laughs> we'll hire a babysitter because you got to come with us. Yeah, Heather. It's a dueling piano bar. So you've got the two people playing different oh. songs and they take requests. It's and so it is fun. so lively and fun. It's a really good atmosphere. So lively. Yeah, I have, I have a few yeah. hazy nights in there for sure. <laughs> Oh, totally. I feel like most of my times, like drinking around the world ends at Jelly Rolls. It's so, it's always fun. Like any night of the week, because people are always on vacation. So fun. But that's not the only reason I like the boardwalk, but it's a plus. (laughs) The boardwalk is good. You just like that it's like stumble on in location after drinking around the world at Epcot. But that's funny because we, Kurt and I were talking about this the other night and we're like, we've stayed at so many resorts down there. The Yacht Club has quickly become our favorite because it's right there. It's in that same area. You can walk to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Like the fact that you can walk to both Epcot and Hollywood Studios from over there is so nice. Like not having to wait in line for the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And now the Skyliner is there. So it can take you like all over too, which is super nice. And the Yacht Club's great because they have updated those rooms, unlike the Beach Club. So those rooms are great. Yeah. Yeah. The Beach Club. Don't they have a nice pool there? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's the Storm Along Bay. We did yeah. a whole um, cabana there one year, and it was really, oh, cool. it was really fun. But that that pool because it's a sand bottom pool too, mm-hmm. which is really cool. That's it just awesome. Feels nice on the feet. It's very, yeah, <laughs> very luxe. All right. Okay, so what is your favorite Disney World theme park? Can I pick one? I knew you guys were going to ask this. Um, I think probably Magic Kingdom because it's just like the classic. I feel like I like every single trip I go. Like I feel like you have to go see the castle. But close second, for sure, Animal Kingdom, just because, like, it has a place in my heart from, like, going there every day for six months. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so. I'll take that answer. All right. You picked. Yeah. I'll take it. We'll I, could take pick, it. I could pick any of them. Ask me tomorrow. I'll probably change my <laughs> answer. But <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Them all. Favorite season to be at the Disney World Resort? Oh, probably the fall. Mm. I feel like my family always used to go for like Thanksgiving or and like Thanksgiving's great because the Christmas decorations are up. So I feel like I feel like it's kind of fun. It gets cold in Chicago and then that's like something to look forward to. And the most most of our recent trips have been like in October. We were there for Hurricane Matthew. 
like for oh, a chill wow. out story. Three, what was that? Five years ago, six yeah. years ago. Yeah. We had planned a trip and my dad, my dad used to live in Florida. So he like, is like, oh, I know all about hurricanes. Like we'll just go a day before the hurricane so we can like get in. <laughs> and then like, we don't have to worry about our flight getting canceled. And we're all like, okay, yeah. Like we don't want to cancel our trip to Disney World. <laughs> so we fly in a day early and we were like on lockdown in the Polynesian. And it could wasn't be worse bad places. Because, you could have been oh, at all yeah. start sports. They gave us all so, food. I mean, that, yeah. that's a good resort to be in. <laughs> they gave us food from Ohana. And like the day before the hurricane, we went to the parks and I have never seen them so empty. We all had ponchos on. It was so funny. So yeah, I feel like, I mean, I guess the fall isn't great. Polynesian for? Two days. So no, maybe stuck. one day. No, two days. <laughs> yeah, it was two days. But did the, so here's a question. Did the characters come by? Did they do oh, that? Because yeah. Dana, you've the talked characters. about that, right? Like, yeah. yeah. The characters, they like, they made it really fun. Like my mom and I like walked to the Grand Floridian one day and then we walked to the Contemporary one day and Should it was, I add it was like on to lockdown. Yeah, of Hurricane of, Disney. <laughs> Ride evacs and hurricanes at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> it was honestly like, we have never, I've never done so many rides in one day. Like we just walk off Splash Mountain and like walk right back on. Like it was crazy. And they kept downtown Disney open one of the days. So we just did that. But that's so cool. That's that wild. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That was, I mean, I remember telling Peter like, oh yeah, we're going to go before the hurricane. He was like, okay. Like <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fine. <laughs> I love it. The, <laughs> I love it so much. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Next question. Um, what is your favorite Disney movie? This is a hard one. I feel like from when I was growing up, definitely Beauty and the Beast. I loved Belle. I used to have like a Belle dress. I feel like recently, I love Encanto. It is so good. And Coco also is so good. I feel like those are my two more recent yep. ones that I like. Those are all excellent um, answers. I approve all of those answers. Yeah. It's hard to pick one. <laughs> so all right. But following that, what's your favorite Disney song? <sighs> I'm going to say, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Because my dad and I danced to that for our first dance at my wedding Aww. and it's top of mind. It was very cute. We, uh, we love Elton John and we love Disney. So I felt like it was like the perfect song. I love that. So, but so I love sweet. the whole Lion King soundtrack. So yeah. It was really fun. I feel like it was like a nice way to like incorporate Disney. In Heather, the I have some exciting and disappointing news all in one breath for you. Um, I just yes. saw Elton John perform at the Dodger stadium on the big farewell oh, night, did. a whopping 30 minutes before Bob Chapek was fired. It was quite the conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what is happening? And this is so exciting. But I agree. I love all the Elton John songs from The Lion King, and he didn't play any of them. And I was so bummed. The rest of the concert I was know. great. But I just was like, you could have played. You didn't play a single no. one? And it was done on Disney+. Plus, So I was like, come on, guys. He's got to at least play one of them. But he didn't do any. Give me some circle of yeah. life or something. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it in Chicago, and I thought the same thing after. I was like, what yeah. the heck? Like... <laughs> Just play one of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, was, Elton. I want to watch right. the concert, well, though, on Disney+. Plus. I heard it was really Just know that good. I'm there in the, as one of the specs in the background. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What is your favorite Disney character? Oh, Tigger, Aww. for sure. I love Tigger. I still have, like, a, a Tigger pillow. Oh, yeah. I have all these pictures. Adam, if you scroll on my Instagram, like, I would drag my friends to go meet Tigger, like, almost every time we went to the parks. <laughs> During the Disney College program. I love Aww. Tigger. He's my favorite. And my sister loves um, Winnie the Pooh. So, like, we grew up watching Winnie the Pooh. Her favorite, her first favorite was um, Eeyore. And my parents were like, 
oh no, like, how about this guy over here? Because you are so like sad and depressing. <laughs> they were like, no, no, no. Like you should like poo. <laughs> you know what though? That ride is such a trip. Yeah. The Winnie it, the, the Pooh ride. The part with Tigger is <laughs> yeah. such a trip. Every time I go on that, I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> Aren't they kind of different Disneyland, Disney World? I'm trying to remember, but I, I think the Disneyland I one is a little bit different. more trippy. I could be wrong on this, but I think it's a little bit more like psychedelic trippy. Well, it's usually how most things are at Disneyland. California, what can I say? Eh. Um, Okay, drum roll. The last question. All right. You ready? I'm ready. What movie or character needs its own ride or representation in the parks? Oh, that's a hard question. There's like so many. Um, I mean... I need to think. It's a hard <laughs> question. It's a hard question. I feel like aren't they? They're making a Moana ride. They're, aren't they changing print like the um, Moana Splash Mountain Princess and the Frog? Yep. Moana yeah, Moana event. I feel or like that's a good space. one. I feel like oh, I don't know. I'm I'm struggling. I feel like Aladdin doesn't have enough ride. Like the Aladdin stuff isn't. That's as, nobody said that. That's a good one. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't have enough. It's true and. Like, the magic carpets aren't enough. It's true. And they could do a whole thing in, like, Epcot in, like, the Morocco Pavilion area. Well, I was going to say, at Disneyland Paris, they have a whole Agrabah area. Oh, cool. In, oh, in that's Disneyland cool. Park in Disneyland Paris. There's no ride, but there's, like, a whole Agrabah like a area, like, that you can go walk around and explore. But, like, yeah, there should be a good Aladdin dark ride. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he deserves. It would be cool. You could like go into the cave. Yeah. You know what they you could, could do it. is they could <laughs> they can mimic the technology from go with me on this from Harry Potter at Universal where you're on the broomstick oh, and like that could carpet. be like on the magic carpet, right? Yeah. Oh that would yeah. Be really cool. That would be really. I mean, cool. they already mimic the technology from Universal for the. Stinking Spider-Man ride at DCA, so they might as well just keep ripping it off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hate those rides, the simulators. I don't know. You like will no, screens. You would not no. like Universal yeah. Studios Hollywood because it's like ninety percent that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Great. I went in Orlando once, and we went on the castle ride on the Harry Potter one, and first, and I was like, no more. I can't do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. Fine. I did not All have right. fun. I did not have fun that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's rough. That one beats you up. It really does. Yeah. I think Primeval World beats you up, but that one does. Oh yeah. Um, Primeval World beats you up. <laughs> so okay, I'm gonna ask one more question because okay. Primeval World no longer exists. So this is a two part question. Yes. Were you sad when you found out or what were your what was your emotion when you found out that they were dismantling Primeval World? And to please just give a little tribute to one of the greatest rides in Disney Park history. I honestly almost cried when I found out. <laughs> I was so sad. Well, I feel like it just is like like going there for and being there for so long. It's like such like a memory for me, like bringing my parents and bringing Peter. It's so fun to like bring, show people like this is where I worked. And now that doesn't exist, even though it is a painful ride. It will always hold a place in my heart. Aww, <laughs> that's so sweet. Well, rest in peace, primeval rest world. Rest in peace. We I wonder what they're going to do with the space. Well, if they, they, yeah, I don't know if you saw Heather, but at the D23 event, they like name dropped oh, like 17 if, options that could happen. It was like a 
we could do this or that, a Moana theme or a, I can't remember what else they said, Zootopia. It was a bunch of <laughs> options, but none of them were set yeah. in stone. So I think Dino Land is Ugh. just going to continue looking a little bit more run down for the next five years until they figure their stuff out. Yeah. I love it. Are they going to get rid of Dinosaur? Like they, I feel like Rumor, people love that ride. I love Dinosaur so yeah. much. Oh. That is my least favorite ride. Oh, I hate I that it. ride. <laughs> what? Oh my God. I love it. I love it. The Awanagon or whatever it is we're having to get. Because the biggest deep cut ever of a McDonald's Happy Meal toy, by the way, was they yeah. did a Disney series and we still have it around here somewhere. And it was Minnie and Mickey driving the Jeep from Dinosaur with the Awanagon in the back. Oh and I was like, this is such a deep cut that nobody will get unless they like really look at it and I very much appreciated that because yeah, the whole area <laughs> like the whole area between like they because they then they tried to bring in Donald and turn it into Donald's Dino Bash yeah and then you've got the Dino Institute which the reason I went and like beat up all the kids at the games was because we wanted they have very special edition Mickey Minnie all the characters like Dino Institute branded characters in the little dino institute uniform so, so we now own all of them because i <laughs> played that water gun game multiple times and won that it's game 50 dollars on know. that it'll be sad animal. when it's gone <laughs> it'll be sad it'll hold a place in our <laughs> hearts at least there's a few of us that still like it over there <laughs> <laughs> all right well heather thank you so much this was really fun love to hear these stories these are always fun we can have a former cast member on to talk about their time at the parks. We come back sometime. Come back again. Oh we'll yeah. Anytime. Thanks for Repeat having customers. me. It was so fun. Yeah. Anytime. I love to talk Disney and I don't have a lot of people in my life to do it with besides Adam. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Heather. We so loved hearing all your stories. And with that, I guess we will see you all again next week. Have a wonderful week. Y'all see you later. Thanks for having me. 